0: Hey sports fans, you're tuned into the Emerald City Fandom Podcast.
1: We're Seattle fans, talking Seattle sports.
0: We're your hosts, I'm Connor.
1: I'm Sam. And I'm Justin. You ready to get started? Let's send it!
0: Welcome back to the pod, folks. This is episode 53. And it's been a while again. Boys, we have been waiting and waiting for some big news to happen. And boy, did we get some this past week. Yeah, And we have plenty of analysis to go over, you know, and, and talk through and, and to discuss over the next, you know, hour, hour and a half or so. But before we get into any of that, obviously, just want to introduce the guys. Sam and Justin are both here tonight. Um, want to introduce them and see see what they're sipping on tonight, how they're doing in general in their personal lives, because it's been over a month since we last recorded. Justin, let's start with you. What are you sipping on tonight? How are you doing hi connor
1: great to see you guys
0: hi it's good to see
1: you too man i i think you can guess what i'm sipping on tonight old traditional h2o h2o baby and it's in this cute and- little flowery
0: bottle too how Jesus about this christ dude what are you doing
1: glad we don't do visual po- podcast here that's embarrassing i mean we do i
0: can bring it out the next time we could switch can... this over to live right now on youtube and see no we <laughs> got to edit
1: this in case this gets out of hand later
0: um that's true. water i'm good
1: i'm in arizona for the past like 11 days golfing and yeah getting a yeah. lot of sun fun man so, yeah the golf game is still shit but it's less shit than it used to be so that's good you know, improving slightly. See a lot of. fifties.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've golfed, you've golfed with me before. I'm pretty sure you've seen full on display. Shit golf. True. I'm pretty sure you were in my
1: group. Yes. Yeah. You were,
0: you were in my group whenever I sliced a ball so bad that it hit like a rock wall. That was like completely, you know, 20 yards off the fairway to the right, hit that rock wall. Bounced straight back, so I ended up like a hundred yards further back than I had hit my like second shot.
2: That takes some skill. I'm pretty
0: I mean... sure I was on like a par three too.
1: I was <laughs> just like was in that? the middle. Do you remember uh, which course? What? Near Lake Wenatchee, right?
0: Yeah, it was the Lake Wenatchee with Klahani or whatever. What I don't. Oh, was. What, Taylor that Glenn. Taylor Glenn, yeah. Yes, Glenn or whatever, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Taylor Glenn yeah. and I have some pretty bad memories. uh Oh. <laughs> yeah it's uh not the easiest course to play in my opinion
1: no it's not it's a pretty tough course especially for novices at the time like connor and i just had it's like all
2: of their greens are on the top of a volcano like i've never seen more (laughs) elevated greens that like you could not drive a golf (laughs) cart up in my life so it's like how are you Mm -hmm. supposed to get a decent approach shot with that you have to like it's insane
1: you tell them sam are you drinking water as well or do you have something more quote unquote fun
2: Well, I just finished a water, vitamin R water, Uh. uh,
1: a Rainier,
2: and Mm -hmm. I'm also keeping it classic here, Justin. Keeping it on brand with some Jack Daniel's. Although I will say, as part of a Secret Santa gift, I got some a different, you know, couple assortments of bitters. So I've been adding a couple spritzes of that.
0: Oh getting Whoa. pretty
2: fancy I'm, okay. I'm starting to like you know teeter into connor full-on bartender cocktail
0: world i would say i, I have like i have like three three go-to drinks that i do and i'm not even doing one of them tonight i'm just drinking scotch straight on i guess on ice but um yeah i mean i have like i have a manhattan i have the old-fashioned those are my like whiskey drinks and then i drink a negroni every once yeah. in a while like not complicated, too. They're all stirring drinks, it's just combined stir strain. So, well, nothing complicated.
2: I aspire to one day meet your level
0: next time. Next time you guys are over, I'll show you what I do. It's really not complicated, though. So,
1: oh. the secret's
0: the ingredients. It sounds,
1: it sounds complicated. There's all these colors. <laughs> yeah, oh I
2: got confused God. when you are talking about stirring. Like, what else oh, do I do? I'm not God. Really
1: sure.
0: Stirring versus shaking. Clockwise, yeah. counterclockwise, Jeez. you know. Always clockwise. Always clockwise. I don't know. I don't think I've ever stirred
2: anything counterclockwise. That's crazy talk.
1: Yeah. What? Would you in the Southern Hemisphere, though? I mean, this is the important question. Whoa. Oof. I
0: don't know what they do down in Argentina. <laughs> Boom. <clears throat> <laughs> no. We just uh, went
1: there. Connor, how are yeah. you? I mean, what's new in life? I'm good. Are you happy with this? What's new uh, in life? <laughs> are you happy? I mean, you just, I know you have to be ecstatic right now if we're moving in here.
0: Oh, we're moving to the 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 uh, the trade here? Unless, unless Sam had anything
1: about. else before we jump in.
2: No.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> for, for the first time in over a decade, <laughs> Russell Wilson is not going to be your quarterback next year for the Seahawks. In in case you didn't notice from, you know, the last week or so of news, was it last Tuesday? So it's been a week. I think it was like Tuesday that. morning. Yeah. March, yeah. March 8th. Yeah. March Damn. 8th is going to go down in Seattle history is one of the biggest off season days. Oh, in yeah. I, this and
2: Griffey probably is it, right?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, some people would put Randy Johnson or like Gary Payton on there, but like, no. I don't think it compares. I think it's this or this or Griffey, but I mean, just,
2: I mean, I know how we all
0: based on the context of like the team itself and the position that he plays. I -hmm. think this is bigger.
3: Oh, what? Oh, we're going to start. I don't,
1: I I don't think it's a debatable, honestly. Really? Mm -hmm. The house that Griffey
2: built. And then just Bales never plays a game in Safeco on <laughs> T-Mobile. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm just too nostalgic. I was, I mean. I, I get it. I literally yeah. cried. I know. And I, I don't Twitter. cry very often, yeah. but I cried. Then I wanted to name our new kitten after Griffy. I wanted to name him Griffy, And my sisters were like, no, we're going to name him Lupin. And I cried again. It was not a good time in my life. So, Russell Wilson trade has nothing, nothing on the Griffey situation, in my opinion. I can understand, okay. like, and you know, looking at it in a very unemotional state, I can understand that Russ is probably the more impactful trade. But yeah, Griffey hit like yeah, a finger th- to the heart.
0: Yeah, I think it just has, it, for me, it's just the context of it being the NFL your franchise quarterback and the fact that um, I mean, he had been here a a decade (laughs) and all the context of just like where the team was, you know, here's Um, a,
2: here's a rebuttal though. Plus all the
0: drama behind it too. You know, like, I mean, this has been going on now for the better part of a year at this point. So would you um, say
2: Russell Wilson is a top 10 talent all time in football?
1: No. In football, no, no.
2: Would you say Griffey's top 10 talent all time in MLB? Arguably, Pro- probably,
1: maybe, maybe. I think I have to think I, about it.
0: Yeah, probably top I think,
2: 15 safely. I would say,
0: I think, I think part of this conversation is too is what Russ does in Denver, and we should probably just like say what the trade is, and then sure I, I want to get like, out, Chris, like, yeah, yeah, so. Obviously, the Seahawks traded their franchise quarterback, Russell Wilson, this past week to the Denver Broncos. Um, the trade went like this. So the Broncos received Russ, as along with our fifth round pick this fourth. year, 114 overall, fourth round pick, fourth yep. round pick this year. Um, yeah, I'm good at math. Uh, Seahawks received from the Broncos number nine, number nine overall pick this year. So their first round pick this year. Their second round pick this year, number 40 overall, which I believe was that?
2: No, I was just putting up my hand for the next pick
0: so you didn't have to do the math. oh gotcha oh yeah, yeah yeah that's a good round yeah, 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 I was no, trying to help that. you out yeah, yeah yeah thank you appreciate it sorry I was like did I screw something up I uh, realized
2: that that looked so, like a big fat stop sign yeah <laughs> it was, I was like sign. what
0: what did I do oh no <laughs> we'll keep this in I think this is funny uh <laughs> number 40 overall which I believe is back to back with our current second round pick I think it is, was 39 is, or 41 I don't remember 41. which one it is but 41, cool. So now we're picking two two picks in a row in the second round. Um, and then the fifth round pick from Denver, 151 overall. We also additionally got two 2023 picks, their first round pick and their second round pick. Obviously, the numbers are to be to be determined based on how Denver performs this year. In addition to the, uh, the draft compensation, we also received three players, one of them being QB of the future drew Locke. the truth um defensive defensive tackle shelby harris a veteran defensive tackle who i mean it sounds like he's a vocal leader i don't know much about him other than that he had six sacks last year which is i mean decently i think he's actually an edge edge player for the most part in their system but he might be a defensive tackle in our system i'm not sure yet yeah i think they I'd play a three kind of, yeah
2: i'd play. imagine he's kind of in that michael bennett Type inside outside lineman guy. And again,
0: we're completely changing up our defense apparently this year. So who knows? Yeah. We'll see what that happens. We'll see how he fits in. And then the star studded, uh, or I guess the 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 star of the show, uh, receiving back from Denver is tight end Noah Fant. Uh, definitely has the most upside of any of the guys on this list. Yeah. Um, probably. I mean, it already is definitely like a top ten tight end. I'd say in the league but has the potential to probably be like a top three tight end if he can hit his ceiling. Um, But he also obviously has to have someone throwing him the ball in order to reach that ceiling.
2: Yes, he does. If I'm no Um, fan, I am pissed.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We're
2: getting Russell Wilson. Awesome. And then you get the phone call. Hey, you're going to Seattle, pal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all to be determined at this point, but yes, it doesn't look, uh, like he won out on that side of the trade um, as of now, at least. So yeah, guys, I mean, for the first time in over a decade, um, we don't have a franchise QB and um, leads to a very, very interesting offseason and interesting discussions around where this team is headed. Obviously we chose Jody Allen, I should say, chose to roll with Pete Carroll and John Schneider and bet on them. Rather than it, their than her franchise QB. Um, before we just delve like deep into discussion, I just want to know what your guys's like initial reactions were to the trade happening. Um, I want to start with you, Justin, um, just because <laughs> I know I know that uh, I know that this is this is a touchy topic for you uh, as far as like trading your franchise QB. Um, and, and betting on, on an aging coach and a general manager who was you know, tied to the hip to that coach. Um, yeah, I want to know what your initial reaction was to Adam Schefter breaking huge news at like 11 AM or something like that on a Tuesday in the off season.
2: I mean, you probably go. only have to go back like two episodes that we've recorded And I'm pretty sure Justin laid out his nightmare scenario and I'm pretty sure this
1: is it. I'm in hell guys. I'm in hell. (laughs) Uh, That's where we're at. Um, I laid out two acceptable scenarios. One, we get rid of Pete Carroll and John Schneider for these, for the people listening and we keep Russell Wilson and we build around him. The second option was if Russell Wilson didn't want to continue, which we'll get into. And it looks like that was the case then to wholesale farm change it so fire the coach the gm and the quarterback essentially and start fresh that did not happen we still have pete carroll and john schneider and russell wilson is gone so yes i am not doing well when i first saw the news i thought it was a fake account Um, and so i had to do my (laughs) due diligence to make sure that it wasn't and then i started freaking out and texting people so that's what that's what my thoughts were so my reaction to the trade uh wait so connor what was the question sorry i'm just i'm, I'm in hell again
0: just so, your initial reaction to the initial trade reaction. You, i mean terrible. you pretty much you pretty much answered i that, covered yeah. it
1: okay sam where are you at
2: i mean i was in my initial reaction was i was shocked like i i don't know why i had developed and it wasn't because of what they were saying in the media like i know you know, if anybody is a pro at giving lip service, it's Pete Carroll and or Russell Wilson, number one and number two. So I didn't take too much stock in that, but I guess I just, I just wasn't expecting it to happen. I don't know why I've, when, when the news hit, I was just like, Oh shit. Like it actually happened. It's happening people. And then I immediately went into like, okay, well, what did we get? Like, it was the trade worth it. Did we get what we needed to get? Um, But yeah, my initial reaction was like, oh, shit. This is, I mean, to me, just total PTSD flashbacks to the Griffey trade. But obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm a much bigger fan of Griffey than I ever was Russ. But still, I mean, Russell's your, you know, he's probably the, you know, face of the Seahawks franchise at all time i mean he's up there with steve probably. Largent.
1: i mean top two player yeah. franchise history i think probably yeah so anytime yeah. that
2: he gets traded i mean it's got to be even if you kind Do of you say- smelt it coming it's still got to punch you in the gut a little bit when you read it on the internet
0: yeah i i i totally agree with that you you think that he's a top two player of all time like as far as like talent player
1: He's the top two Seahawks franchise player ever, I think. Yeah. Without thinking about it.
0: I
2: If I had to think hard, I mean, he's he's definitely, you could easily make an argument that he's the best. I think right. it's up to personal choice between Steve Largent, Russell Wilson, Walter Jones. Yeah. And then beyond that, I think you're really stretching it for someone like Kenny. Probably sure.
1: No. Oh, I, don't Sherman think Kenny. I don't think it's close.
2: I think, I think it's Russ, Largent, Walter Jones, and then you're looking – Bobby's
0: at, on there too. Bobby after that. Yeah, maybe. Bobby's yeah.
2: – Then I think you're in that second tier with like Bobby, Kenny Easley, Cortez Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably what you're looking at. So I, I guess when you have when you have a player like that that gets traded, that means that much to the city, to the franchise. Yep. It's a gut punch. Yep. I was definitely shocked to see it actually happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, what I was that's yours? pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much where I was at. I mean, I just, I like literally the, the first thought that came to mind was like, I can't believe they actually did it. Like they actually did it. Um, it's something, you know, that like I've, I've talked openly about that, like, and you you too sam that like i think that the only way that this was going to go if they like the quickest way that they could actually get back to championship caliber football likely what like and we looked at all of you know the data shows that it's really tough to win a super bowl with a quarterback that you're paying 40 50 aaron rogers now getting paid 60 million dollars a year
2: yeah it's impossible it's never been done
0: like it's it's really tough i mean matt stafford obviously just did it and he's not like one of the biggest salaries but he's he's a large salary like i mean he's a franchise quarterback i would say um he fits that bill but like that's a i mean that's an exception to the rule for the most part most of these guys are winning it on their first first you know rookie deals um and it's risky like it's like this is your big like this is your boomer bust moment right like as far as in this is Pete and John betting on themselves that they can build it back up again. And I mean, it it, like Russ obviously like forced this trade too. He, he held a lot of the cards, you know, right. Like he, he has his no trade clause. So he gets to choose which team he's actually willing to, you know, even negotiate with. And so, I mean, that's the other part of this is how do you think that they did in the trade? How did John Schneider do in the trade as far as compensation given that context too, like if like you can look at it plain plain sight value but then also the context that like they probably didn't have a ton of options to deal russell to because i don't think he was wanting to go just anywhere yeah. you know he wanted to go win it win a championship and build a legacy
2: my initial reaction is meh i think it's fine i could we have gotten more from another team absolutely would to your point would russell wilson have waived his no trade clause probably not otherwise we would have seen that i feel like you got you got five picks and two decent players contributing players that will definitely contribute to this team next year and noah fant and shelby harris I think Drew Locke is totally a wash. I don't expect anything out of him. So, I mean, you got your two first rounders, two second rounders. I don't think it was – I don't think the Seahawks got fleeced knowing the context of Russ obviously didn't want to be here. I think if you look at it just on paper and remove the drama, remove the locker room stuff, remove the no trade clause, like it doesn't look great for the Seahawks. I mean, you're trading, I don't know, one of the, I mean, one of the few quarterbacks in this league that's proven to to be capable of winning a Super Bowl. You just trade it away. Um, I don't feel like we got a landslide in return for him, but I feel like we got probably fair compensation. I would say, I'm not overwhelmed by it one way or the other.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I
1: think it's subpar, no doubt. I mean, even with all the context, I mean, to not get one of Denver's younger players, such as a Patrick Sertain or a Chuck yeah. in the trade, I think is pretty, pretty crappy. And the fact that we had to include a pick is just like a slap in the face, too. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's subpar. I think Shelby Harris is fine. I think Drew Locke is terrible, and Noah Fant is has really good upside. So, I mean. Nothing to come close to a franchise quarterback. But again, there's context and all that, but I I think Denver easily won the trade.
2: Yeah, and I think if you want to even pile on context to what you're saying too, Justin, is if you're looking at, you know, it's an incomplete trade. Like we don't know who those picks are going to end up being, Mm -hmm. but if you add the context of how we've drafted, they're probably not going to be very good. So to your point, like, would you have rather gotten a young, proven player and, like, two less picks? I probably would.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's a Patrick Sertain or a or a, Chubb, uh, you know, yeah, right. Chubb, yeah, Bradley Chubb, I'd probably take that over, you yeah. know, the 2023 first-round pick. Right,
1: because that's probably not going to be in the top
0: half, you would think.
1: Yeah. It's going to probably be
0: in the 20s. Yep. Yeah. Probably in the 20s. So probably because i'll be <laughs> yeah well, we'll see i mean that they, there'll be a playoff team i think but yeah we'll see yeah well and we'll we'll get to that in a second here um before we move on i obviously like it i've probably been the most down on russ i feel like of the podcast um but i want to show like obviously our appreciation for the guy like he obviously won the franchise's first super bowl or was the quarterback at least of, of yeah. the franchise's first super bowl um, was a huge part of the Seattle community for over a decade. Um, obviously, all his visits to Children's Hospital. I mean, it, as as weird as the guy was at times, obviously, and, like, I mean, it, in most recent years with all the drama and stuff, and basically ever yeah. since he married Sierra um, or got together with Sierra, like, there, he's kind of had this alter ego, like, kind of Hollywood-style Russ. In um, oh,
2: Seattle. So yeah. so. We we got yeah. it I think Mark Rogers
0: is exactly. worse. I think Mark yeah. Rogers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, and you know, I mean, I think it sucks that it didn't work out. Um, for I, we we should have won two at least two with with Russ at quarterback. I think, um, especially on his rookie deal. <laughs>
2: That's obvious. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, God, and the yeah. whole trajectory of the team changes too if that happens
0: yeah probably probably um but i mean this is where we're at you know and um i want to reflect upon russ by uh reminiscing on like your favorite play your favorite russ play or your Mm -hmm. favorite russ game i guess i'll probably say i'll probably say like moment i guess um Cause then you can you can take that for what you want it, whether it's it's a certain like specific play or if it's a game or if it's a drive. I have mine in mind, but I wanted to hear what you guys had to say.
2: You should go you should go first. Let me think sure. about yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: can go first. Um, I think mine is the first time that I knew Russ was probably pretty special. And that was his game winning drive, his two game winning drives actually against the bears in his rookie season. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that's when I knew we, we had captured lightning in a bottle as far as just like a third round quarterback that is that clutch and has that clutch gene that you just can't teach. Um, and I think we saw that a lot less from Russ, like in his, his later years, as far as like kind of just that, that like that magical moment, like towards the end of games 2020, I'd say he had quite a few of those, especially in that first half of the year when he was, you know, playing at an MVP oh, yeah. level. But since then, it's it's fallen off. And he's maybe had a, a couple flashes of it. But um, I'll always remember, like, his, his... I mean, rookie deal Russ was the best form of Russ that I ever um, saw. And it obviously was complemented with a, a, an amazing defense and the the talent around him and everything. Yeah, But... Um, I mean he he also contributed very heavily obviously to to that that talent talented roster um and and the success that they had and that that moment against the bears was kind of new is when I knew that we had something special and we were building towards something so Sam yeah
2: i that was definitely one that was top of mind for me um, I think. The other two I'm battling with, I'll save one. I won't steal both from Justin if he's thinking of it. I think for me, the one that sticks out and and it's all it's also just as much about the wide receiver and the way the game went was the the game winning overtime touchdown against the Packers. Um his touchdown, no, his touchdown no. to Jermaine Kurse. Curse.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, in the playoffs. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Okay, in the yeah.
2: playoffs. And so that was the game where I think Russell Wilson had yeah. five interceptions, four. Yeah. And I think at least two, maybe three of them, he was targeting Jermaine Curse. And so yeah. then to come into overtime and, you know, go with the hard count, mm-hmm. get him off sides, take the bomb. And Curse got totally pass interference all up in his face, makes a catch and then chucks the ball into the end zone. Was that was that the cha- NFC championship game?
1: Yeah, Yep. it was.
2: That sent us to our second Super Bowl, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. Right. That was I, the that's, one. that's
2: probably the one that comes to mind for me
0: first. That was pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, that game had all sorts of emotion. The play and the two-point conversion he had where he just chucked it up to, uh, was it Luke Wilson or someone yeah. else uh, <laughs> on the goal line? Oh, that just didn't deserve to be caught. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mine are the plays that made you throw something at the tv but the couple of times they actually worked <laughs> out um, yeah one of them not his fault in the minnesota vikings playoff game where the center snapped it too early and he went back and oh ran geez and yeah it that time to lock probably the only yeah. positive
0: yardage play we had all game yeah uh, that and the doug baldwin one over the middle right remember the one-handed uh, catch by doug oh that was a great yeah. uh, show i forgot about that way one. overthrown by russ <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah doug came down with it yeah that was uh, also the game great.
2: where like bud grant it, it was, wasn't it like minus 20 degrees oh, and the all-time terrible. great vikings was guys like 80 some years old comes out in a t-shirt <laughs> for it's the crazy for yeah the crazy coin toss but yeah uh, this play yeah. justin you're talking about was my other one so
1: that's one the second one was an away game at arizona and he did this play where he spins out of a sack and then he spins out he does a little little spin and then throws it up and somehow doug baldwin comes down with it and like runs to the not how they teach it no (laughs) no there was a lot of that with russ (laughs) 95 of the time he gets sacked there or it's an intentional grounding um but that's the one time that one of the times it worked out. And so that's one, uh, I think that was a Thursday night football.
0: um, Yeah. I think it was, we were in our, our action green. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you realize just how easy it is to come up with just like memorable moments with Russ. Right. Like, and he was, he was that kind of player. Like, I mean, he for as many headaches as he gave us with just like missing guys, right. Like in front of him, like over the middle or, you know, like an easy, the easy completion. He had just as many, uh, spectacular plays, um, that, you know, for the most part, more than compensated for it or more than made up for it. Um, and, and I know we all just, have
1: our gripes against Russell Wilson, but if we don't have a franchise quarterback next season, which we'll get to who we think our quarterback's going to be, I, I promise yeah. you, we will take it. Uh, we will remember these plays and be like, Holy crap.
0: Oh Yeah. Oh, for man. sure. Yeah. But I, I just want to say like, don't, don't be sad that it's over. Like be thankful that it happened type thing. You know, like, like Russ was an amazing player for this franchise and it sucks that it didn't like, they couldn't keep him in the fold. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I think that it's just, it's a huge difference in philosophy as far as like what, what Pete wants to do with this team and where Russ wants to go with his, you know, career and his legacy. So, um, I think it was, I think it was a matter of time, especially as more details leak out about this whole thing. Like Russ was definitely like pretty much forcing this trade to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and his, and his agent, Mark Rogers, obviously. So, um, I think, I, I think ideally like that this doesn't happen obviously. Right. And they, they, they don't have to trade their franchise QB, but this is where we're at. And now we got to move on. Now we got to see where this team goes and, um i guess before we talk about our own team do you think Russ going to the broncos does that make them a super bowl contender next year justin
1: yeah i mean i mean are they favorites no i wouldn't say they're no but they're in the window Mm -hmm. of teams i would put that can
0: win the super bowl next year yes
2: yeah i'd agree
0: yeah yeah i i say yes but that's a fucking tough division dude like he went to a tougher situation than he had here as far as trying to win in the AFC and the AFC too. QBs are stupid. No. Yeah. I don't think that
2: we were trading him to an NFC team.
0: No, no, we definitely weren't. And I mean, I think that was like our leverage in the deal too, was we weren't going to trade him to an NFC team. It's like, Hey, take your pick at the litter for the AFC teams. And I mean, and then Cleo Mack just gets traded the chargers. Like, I mean, Mm. he's going (laughs) to, he's going to, He's going to be, you know, fighting an uphill battle to try to win that division. But, like, no Denver, doubt. I mean, the Broncos are going to be good this year. Like, they're they're going to be relevant. Um, you know, it, it's – they're, they're going to be a playoff team. I'll say that. They'll be a playoff team.
2: Yeah, I'll be surprised if they're not. I think the one caveat that I haven't heard anybody talk about too much, and when it is talked about, it's just kind of, like, brushed – you know, swept under the rug, like it's not that big of a deal, but it's a brand-new head coach in Denver. Yeah. Like, first year, unproven, never been a head coach before. I know he's, you know, Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator for the past uh, however many years, and so offensive-minded guy probably will gel well with Russell Wilson, but, like, you're not going to a super – in my opinion, like, it's not an obvious – Thing that they're going to be good I think they have a lot of talent on the roster I think the defense could yep. be very good next year I think people play up their wide receivers more than they deserve I think Jerry Judy has a lot of potential but Tim Patrick isn't super exciting to me never has been when even when he was at Utah but and then like Cortland Sutton shows things now and then but it's not like his wide receivers were better in Seattle hands down in my opinion
1: the top end yeah the top two were probably
2: yeah i think the top two were by far would be the best two wide receivers on the broncos
0: and so probably yeah probably probably.
2: he, he probably has a better offensive i mean he sure shit better have a better offensive line in denver and they've got yeah yeah you know young promising running back they have melvin gordon as well so the pieces are there, but it's not like you're going into a situation where there's like a known culture and you really are truly obviously one missing piece away. Like everybody always compares it. Tom Brady going to the bucks. Like that to me is way different. Like Bruce Arians is a known quantity and that team was pretty loaded when Tom Brady came. And I don't think that it's necessarily the same situation, but yeah, they will be a playoff contending team, depending on how, to your point, Connor, the AFC West shakes out. Yeah. I imagine they'll probably have three teams make the playoffs from that division.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they have Denver finished last. So they have a last place schedule this year too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That helps for sure. Um, I mean, it's also no secret that, I mean, like Russ, his, his plays declined a little bit, you know, over the past couple yeah. of years. And I, I mean, obviously, there's the injury. Like, I, I understand that. But I mean, even before the injury and, you know, end of 2020, um, you know, his escapability isn't what it was. And that was one of that's one of his best assets you know as a quarterback is his mobility and his escapability to his ability to extend plays and yeah. that isn't there as much as it used to be so we've talked about this for years now like Russ has to develop into more of a pocket passer and he will do it for like a couple weeks kind of you know like he'll do it for stretches but he's a streaky quarterback like he'll go on other stretches where he looks like you know a bottom half quarterback at times as well too. So he's got to figure it out, like, you know, development wise as well. And maybe another coach in a new setting will do that for him. And a new offense will do that to him.
2: That's what I was going to say. I think it'll be really interesting as a fan. It's almost like the chicken and the egg conversation. I think we'll mm -hmm. be able to find out, you know, has his recent struggles in the Seahawks uniform been his own, decline for the reasons that you mentioned or is it more like Pete Carroll's meddling in the offense and having what three different offensive coordinators in three years or four years so it'll be really interesting to like be able to watch how he performs in Denver and then be able to kind of take that data and analyze you know the last four years of him in a Seahawks uniform and be able to tell like Okay, did we offload a quarterback who's starting to decline a little bit and it was the right Right. time? Or (laughs) did Russ even cover up more issues with an aging coaching Mm -hmm. staff and coaching philosophy? I think it'll be
1: ding,
0: ding.
2: I think it'll be plain as day, one or the other. And I think we'll know pretty quick.
0: I mean, my prediction is it's a little bit of both, but yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's not close. Um, I think uh, one of the worst pass-blocking offensive lines and a coach who thinks running the ball is the key to winning football games in 2022. Get used
0: to it, Justin. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I almost want to, like, abandon fanship. And I'm I, I, fandom, and I can't do that. Obviously, no, I'm not going to. I wouldn't to.
2: let you. I wouldn't let
1: you. I, I can't. It's ingrained in me, right? But it's just... It- so irritating honestly the whole situation i mean pete carroll should have been gone after the dallas playoff game really if we're In talking 2018. Mm-hmm. um it, it's all disappointing but I, we're gonna find out quickly who won this trade yeah it's not gonna yeah. be us so <laughs> i'm holding we'll out see. a little bit I, of hope but i'm i'm calling it i'm calling it now i'm calling it now
2: if i had to put money okay. on it i would be betting on your side but i'm not a gambler yeah. so good for me
1: yeah. i'd be broke
0: so obviously we have a pretty big position of need at this point um you don't say not, yeah not only the, not only the short term but the long term as well um so i mean what what do we do here guys <laughs> like um i mean they could go a few different avenues with this like i I think there, I think there's kind of two schools of thought here. You could, you could try, I mean, Pete's not getting any younger. Right. So I don't, I mean, rebuilds in the NFL can happen pretty quick, but I don't know if he's going to be patient enough for like a full rebuild. Like it's going to be kind of a retooling, I think is what he's going to try to force. That's for Um, sure the
2: word he's going to (laughs) use.
0: Yeah. Um, and they are their press conferences tomorrow. So (laughs) we'll learn a lot during that as well. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh yeah, I mean they, they, two schools of thought though. I mean, you can you can try to, you know, try try to trade or plug in for, you know, I mean the, the latest rumors for Seattle QBs as far as current NFL players um are Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan. I've seen both of those pop up oh, in the last two hours. Goodness, yeah.
2: I don't want any because
0: of that. Because the other guy, Deshaun Watson, who obviously has his shit going on right now, too, um, was rumored to the Seahawks for a while. But obviously, there's a number of other teams involved. He was just basically cleared of all criminal charges just last Friday. So now a bunch of teams are after him um, and trading for him. So he's negotiating. um he and his agent are, you know, talking to teams and kind of negotiating a trade with the Texans and, and another team. Um, and the Seahawks don't seem to be a part of that anymore. But one of the teams that is, is the Falcons. So if the Falcons end up trading for Deshaun Watson, then they are likely to try to trade or release Matt Ryan. I mean, I don't know what would happen. His contract is awful. So yeah, that'd be they better be taken. Yeah they better be taken like basically all of it to play for the Seahawks if we actually ended up doing that. Um, so there's that school of thought, you know, you get like a veteran QB that might be able to make the thing work um, or, you know, you get, you plug in either a Drew Locke who you just got or some other Mariota, Fitzpatrick, you know, Gardner Minshew, something like that to pretty much tank this season you draft a QB either this year or next year, and you roll with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I probably know what you guys are wanting to do with this. Um, but I want to know names, like names that you guys are interested in. It can be this year's draft. It can be next year's draft. It can be current guys in the NFL. Who are guys that would actually get you guys kind of excited if, if they were in, in Seattle? Baker Mayfield's another one that actually might be a possibility. Oh
2: yeah. Uh, I definitely don't want to go get a free agent quarterback that is going to only be slightly less expensive and prolifically worse at quarterbacking than Russell Wilson. And that would be yeah. Matt Ryan. Like he's way worse. <laughs> and he's not that any would more affordable. Worse. So like that's, that's, that is a no deal hundred percent and that's where like even with all the deshaun watson stuff going on off the field like i was never interested because he's too expensive in my mind and particularly with being away from like to me what i want to see happen is us move towards finding a cheaper option at quarterback and building a better roster around them and so I think there's a couple names that are already in the NFL. You mentioned a few of them that would be intriguing to me. I think Gardner Minshew would be fun being a Wazoo Kook. Like, yeah, he was awesome there. I'm a Husky fan and like I can respect the hell out of what he did at Wazoo and the fandom that he has. And I think he's actually played a lot better than everybody anticipated in his chances in the NFL. And so, if he
0: deserves an NFL starting like, Mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: I totally agree. And I will have to caveat this cuz I know Justin will jump down my throat if I don't caveat this. <laughs> I'm going under the assumption that Pete Carroll's going to try to build a team like the 2012, 2013 Seahawks where you have a Great. cheap quarterback that can make something out of nothing. They're not going to light it up passing the ball. They're going to run the ball, play good defense. I'm not saying that that's the right path, Justin. I'm not saying that that's the right path. I'm saying that is the path Pete Carroll's going down. And I think if that's the case, someone like Gardner Minshew probably fits that bill pretty well. I'd be curious. There's a couple others, like you mentioned, Marcus Mariota would be an interesting one to me. I don't I haven't followed him closely the last couple of years, but he probably deserves another look just for talent-wise. And then I think like if you're going to tank option, then you just keep Drew Locke, go straight up Easton season. Jacob Eason is on the team. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then you could, you know, obviously resign Geno Smith as an option. He has off the field, off the field troubles as well. But Geno Smith didn't look terrible when he played for the couple games that he did, but you're definitely going to tank the season. I think the really interesting thing now I'm getting to your point around Exciting names is really, I think the only way you can go exciting is with a drafted quarterback. And I think the interesting thing will be is there a quarterback in this draft that excites you? Because there's a couple in next year's draft, and like how do you handle that dynamic? I haven't done a ton of research, but from what I have done in this year's draft, the only quarterback that really intrigues me is Malik Willis from Liberty. I think. He will remind you a lot of a Russell Wilson type player in terms of his, you know, Houdini acts, breaking tackles in the pocket, totally unscripted plays, making stuff happen. He's not as polished as an accurate passer, but he has a cannon. He's really strong built kid. That's going to be able to be durable Quality of competition is a concern for me, but that's really the only quarterback in this draft class that would be exciting to me. I wouldn't be like, oh, we got the guy. But I'd be like, well, let's just – there might be something there. Let's see how this thing goes. I think next year's draft, if you ended up getting like a C.J. Stroud or what's the – Bryce Young. Bryce Young. I mean, Caleb DJ, DJ Umgelele had a bad year for Clemson, but if he has a mm-hmm. rebound year –
0: is caleb williams eligible after next year after this year i think he is no he's not he was a was he he a true true freshman freshman he's a
1: true freshman right oh man yeah yeah so i think
2: (laughs) that would be the most exciting thing as a seahawks fan is getting a rookie quarterback either this year or next year that has a high ceiling and i think there's really only one quarterback that has a high ceiling in my opinion in this draft next year would be awesome, but I also don't want to watch the Seahawks suck for a whole year, but that's staring down the barrel of that gun right now for sure.
1: Yeah. I'll make this short. short. You've you've touched on a lot of good points. I agree with the Malik Willis point that you had. That's the only way that it's exciting. Although I'm not like you, like you said, I'm not sold that that's the, the answer, but I mean, I guess we would have said the same thing about Russell Wilson going into 2012, but yeah, I'm not, I was pretty not
2: high on Russ, but...
1: I mean, that he was going to be this good? Probably not. No, um, 10 years yeah. down
2: the road, no, but I knew he was better than Matt Flynn.
1: Yeah, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't hard. <laughs> um, I, I've seen many reports even today that I don't know where they're coming from, maybe Mark Rogers, that the Seahawks are very high and don't consider Drew Locke a throw-in piece. If that's the case, then I am skeptical of their whole evaluation process, right? Yeah. And so that, that scares the crap out of me for multiple reasons. I don't think Drew Locke will be the day one quarterback. I just don't think he's good enough. I mean, I've watched so much tape of him in the last week and I've, I've aged 60 years. So we, we, can't, we can't have that happen. So here's what I want. I want a Malik Willis, number one. Or if we don't like Malik Willis, I want a Minshew slash Mariota slash I had on my list, Trubisky, who just went for today to yeah. no money to Pittsburgh. Uh, someone like that to come in and see like, you know, is Marcus Mariota really good or is he a bridge quarterback for a year? We get, we go four and 13, we get someone from next draft. That's yeah. what I want. The, my other scare is does Pete Carroll want to go four and 13? And that's why it just doesn't, didn't make sense for me to have him come back. So We'll see. We'll see. But I, I largely agree with Sam's points.
0: Yeah, I think the worst case scenario is you end up with a bridge quarterback and end up like 500. Oh, that, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. What that's probably think, the worst case scenario. What do
2: you think is the most likely scenario? Like, I think we, uh, we got to go get another quarterback to throw in, right?
1: Oh, he took a... Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, you're least, either yeah.
2: re-signing Geno Smith and you're going to roll with Geno Smith or Drew Locke. Or you let Geno Smith walk and you go try to acquire the names that we've been talking about that are probably going to be your guy.
0: My guess is they're going to probably try to bridge it with a veteran guy, um, probably on the younger side to compete with Locke. It doesn't mean that they won't try to draft Willis, but... um, I think I think that's a big piece of it. I think chances are they're gonna still trade back in this draft a little bit. I guess the, this is the other thing that's though. A, they a, haven't, had, they, they uh, haven't had a top ten pick since, in how Earl? Long? since Earl. Who was the last top ten pick?
1: Well, it wasn't Aaron Curry, was it? No. Is that one after? That. I'm like it was Earl Thomas. He wasn't top ten, was he? Same Russell draft. O- Same Russell draft. Okung.
2: Oh, whichever one. Yeah, Okung. Number six. was Okung six, and what was yeah. Thomas? Two thousand ten.
0: Aaron, Aaron Curry. Two thousand ten. Is that? <laughs> yeah, like two thousand five or six or something like that. Yeah, or no, I guess it would have been well, after. It one have been of after. Maybe. Yeah. 2008? Eight, nine. Yeah. yeah.
1: God, what I think
2: was. here's what I I oh. think the timing of this, and I'm definitely like reading the tea leaves too hard right now. I think the timing of the trade. I think we went to the combine. I think they saw Malik Willis bomb it, damn near seventy yards. It was like, that's. Pika
0: was like, I can roll with that.
2: He's like, that's (laughs) what we want on a rookie deal, and I think we're gonna go all out. To, I think he'll, I think he'll slide. I think he'll be at nine for us.
0: To nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, this is this isn't a quarterback like. Heavy draft, you know, like as far as talent. So, yeah. um, he's the one guy. He's the one guy I think that's intriguing. The other name that keeps popping up is Matt Corral from Ole Miss. I really don't want that guy. No, I think if they, I think if they draft him and they roll with Drew lock this year, unless they're open to drafting another QB in 2023, this thing is doomed from the start. Yeah. Like if that's their plan. Um, that being said, I, I mean, Jody Allen's likely to sell the team, I feel like yes. within the next like year, maybe even two years. But like, you all know who's soon. gonna buy it. Yeah, Amazon Balls Bezos, right? Yeah,
1: guaranteed.
0: The, the Seahawks yeah. logo is gonna be a penis now in the shape of a penis. Oh, well, that's because that's that, what, that what Bezos sense. likes.
2: Well, I don't know that's what he likes. I mean, he, he clearly has. <laughs> <You> like- <laughs>
0: His design team for his rocket likes that, I guess. I mean, he well, I signed off true. on it.
2: I mean, he's he's definitely sent some innuendo. Yeah, that's sick. Like, I mean, yeah. when they they did the what is it, the Amazon spheres? They are mm-hmm. their original drop was two. The dude balls. likes genitals. It was two balls, and they're like changed it and threw a third one in there because they're like, oh, Jeff Bezos is about to drop his balls on downtown Seattle. <laughs>
0: yep but yeah pretty that's much. probably yeah, I, likely
2: next owner of the seahawks
0: it's it's very i would say that's the most likely at this point yeah. um but we'll see you never know maybe chris hansen likes likes football too i don't know <laughs> he's he's he seems pretty destined with any kind of sonics ownership in the future though so yeah we'll see um where are we are so i mean given all that like uh, what do you expect it like what do you expect them to do for this year? And what are your expectations for 2022? And do you have any hope of Pete Carroll and John Schneider turning this around and building it back up again? I, I think expect, I know your answer, Justin, but I still I still want you, you to want to hear it. I expectations
1: hear it. are low, are extremely mm-hmm. low. I think they're gonna predicted say... r- predicted record as of now. As of four and March 13. 15th, four and 13, four and
0: 13. Yeah. Yes. Probably fair.
1: Um, I think they're going to say tomorrow that it's not a wholesale rebuild. It's a retool that that's proven by re-signing Quandre Diggs. And we'll get to that and all that stuff yeah. in a bit. Yep, um, They're going to say a lot of those talking points, but in reality, they're not going to address the offensive line issues. They're gonna put get. They're gonna put a quarterback who's not good behind there. Whether it's an unproven one, a rookie, or a just a terrible bridge, or a Drew Lock, who would be worst case scenario. That might be zero and seventeen. Um, so we put someone <laughs> like that out there. We try to run the ball. We we're ineffective because teams will stack the box on us because we have a terrible quarterback. And then we say, "Hey, go throw the ball in the second half," where Russell Wilson would save us especially a lot of games pre-2020 connor where you cite his drop off before that russell wilson saved us so many times we won't have that and we'll lose a lot of games so four and 13 i expect that pete carroll will be gone after the 2022 season unsure about john schneider
0: wow jody allen has to be gone though i think for that to happen correct i'm making that
1: assumption that the team will be sold that is that is a good um talking point so yes my assumption during before next year's off season the team will be sold
2: yeah i i could see that happening i think if if we don't make some significant roster moves like if we're rolling in with what we got right now four and 13 is generous boys (laughs) like That's how I feel. That's really generous. Our defense. We have a, is we have
0: not... a, we have a last place schedule this year, dude. I mean, there's some pretty bad teams on the on the schedule.
2: Yeah, well, we're, we're one of them. One for one. Everybody. Yeah. I
0: get that. I get that. But like, I think you know, if I mean, we
2: go with Drew Locke as our quarterback, if we win four games, like, I don't, I think, really we will. Think, I, I don't think we really think I don't think we're probably going to be set at like four and a half.
0: Yeah, but it I might think also be it, the best case scenario, though.
2: It could be, I mean, yeah. you know, honestly, I'm not, I, if we go Malik Willis, I'll be pretty excited. I'm under, I mean, lightning would have to strike for me to say that 2022 Seahawks are going to be playoff contenders. Let's just make that clear. But yeah, I think if we got Malik Willis, I think you could be looking at, at, you know, a fun team to watch. The offensive line needs to be addressed. If that's not, it's doomed from the start. I think Justin hit the nail on the head with that. But, I mean, until we see, it's just an incomplete roster right now. You can't have, it does, we need to have something better
0: at quarterback
2: than Drew Locke. And if we roll in with Drew Locke, it's going to be ugly. Like really, really bad.
0: I get it. I get it. I mean, I think, I think Pete and John are thinking it like this, that they're, they want to figure like they, they're not, they're not idiots, dude. Like they realize where the roster's at right now. They, they know that they have to like rebuild this roster and they're not going to say that. Obviously we've talked about that, but like they need, they need to figure everything else out and quarterbacks, the last piece, you know, like, like quarterback needs to be a part of the plan. Like the entire time, but that's how they did it with Russ, right? They had figured yeah. out the entire roster essentially and then added Russ, a rookie quarterback who like I mean was largely a game manager for I mean the, at least the first half of that first season and then oh, kind of yeah. like they they let they let his legs like kind of come alive in the 100%. second half of the season. Yeah. Um, and that's what they're hoping to capture again, right? And that's I mean I don't think I don't think that's a secret um honestly like the the way that i'm this offseason excites me the only reason being like i understand that like (laughs) the odds are against them like that like this likely is not going to work out well i understand that i'm realizing that i am stating that as a fact the other piece of this though is this is probably the their quickest way back to being super bowl contenders I think you're lying to yourself if you think that the the Seahawks roster as is with Russell Wilson was actually a legitimate Super Bowl contender.
1: I don't think this is the fastest way. I think the fastest way was to get rid of Pete Carroll and John Schneider. I think we're going to
0: have to reset sure. to the rebuild. Sure. I'm saying I'm saying aside from like like which I understand like coach and GM are like a big part of this. They have done it before. Like I will say that, but aside from that, like this, this is actually the way to get back to the top. And you probably have to scrape bottom for a year or two to actually do it. And if we scrape bottom for two years, there's no way Pete Carroll and John Schneider are still here. Um, hopefully we have a more competent owner that actually cares about football, um, at that point and is competitive and wants to win. And, you know, we get a good leadership group in here that, can turn the tide but i'm not i'm not like writing it out of the question that pete carroll and john schneider can't catch lightning in a bottle twice like it it could happen if they do this right but they have to do it right and it's not likely but it is possible that's just my point i guess is that i'm i'm not like completely hopeless if that makes sense i'm at a point where I'm excited to see what happens and where this franchise goes because I have been experiencing the same goddamn thing since 2015.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is make the playoffs, lose early round exit. Okay. I want a Super Bowl. <laughs> I,
3: want I want a, a Super, Bowl.
2: Super Bowl.
0: Okay. That, like, you were not going to win another Super Bowl with Russ. I'm sorry. It just, it, it wasn't gonna happen.
2: No, I, it's not. As long as if Bruss is gonna continue wanting to make the money that he wants to make and that Mark Rogers wants to make, you're not winning a
0: super bowl we, with that. We weren't um, gonna pay the guy forty-five to fifty million dollars a year, much less were we gonna pay him now sixty million dollars a year. The most apparently, amount of cap the space
2: the most amount of cap space a Super Bowl winning quarterback has ever had was twenty twenty-one Tom Brady at twelve percent.
1: So As Tom Brady that's is like, such an outlier that will never happen really again. With- I
2: know, but that's my that's my point. Though is like even still. By the way, he's twelve percent. He's the most cap space of winning quarterbacks ever had. The median is just below ten percent. So you're looking at like a twenty six million dollar a year quarterback. You're not winning a Super Bowl with fifty million dollars a year tied up in a QB.
1: I honestly think you do. Now, I get no. your point. Can you let me finish, please? Um, oh, I I'm fi-
2: talking. <laughs> I'm talking. Oh, God. <laughs> you
1: do because look what's at the history, like, Justin. When does that ever happen? I don't give a shit about the history. Look at what's, oh, about, okay. what's going on in the NFL, right? Who's, who are the best quarterbacks in the NFL going forward?
2: You tell me. Aaron Rodgers.
1: Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Josh uh, How many
2: Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers won?
1: Josh Allen. Uh, who are the other young ones that are going to make a lot of money?
2: Lamar Herbert. Jackson,
1: Lamar Jackson, Herbert's going to get paid. Joey, his Buckets. Next Joey Buckets, yeah. So, all of the best quarterbacks on the 10 best teams are going to get paid, right? Say 40 plus million to be safe, probably more for some of them, yeah. And so, they're going to take up 40 plus million on cap. And right now, what's the cap 208, 210,
2: something two, like that? I think it's like 268, isn't it?
0: No, it's two ten this year. I think. I think it's going up to like two twenty or two thirty next year. But yeah, I think it's like two ten. Say two
1: ten for now. I could be wrong. A few million. (laughs) So fifty million to two ten, roughly twenty five percent. I mean, it's a little less, but for easy math, twenty five percent, right? With an upgoing cap. So if all these quarterbacks and the best quarterbacks in the game are going to make this much, they're going to be starting to win Super Bowls, guys. I mean. It's just how it goes. I mean, with the cap going up. That's not how it goes. It's never gone like that, ever. The game was totally different back then. You can't use the... There's always going to be a
0: new cream of quarterbacks, though, Justin. Like, there's always going to be quarterbacks on rookie deals. Oh, my gosh, guys. Okay, Um,
2: Justin, who have been the best quarterbacks of our era growing up? Tom Tom Brady Brady, by a landslide. Peyton Manning, Drew Mm. Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees went to one Super Bowl and won it. Aaron Tom Rogers, Brady's been
1: the 10 and if he was making yeah,
2: he's been making a hometown discount while he's been winning those two like every other top quarterback hall of famer prolific passer Aaron Rodgers one Super Bowl Russell Wilson one Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes it's gonna be one Super Bowl Drew
1: you Brees, think Patrick Mahomes is gonna make one Super Bowl
2: well I need to look to make sure that he I, I need to look at his cap space for next year. I forget which year he's in. If he's still in this, is the, deal. this is the year, that, is it goes the year
1: that it goes up.
2: Yeah. So uh, I'm not saying it's impossible because new things can happen, but history does predict the future in a lot of cases. And like the best quarterbacks of our era that got paid, you know, crazy amounts of money over the last 10 years, Have not, outside of Tom Brady, returned to the Super Bowl.
1: My point is, guys, that Tom Brady, you either have him making more money and he's continuing to make the Super Bowl in the past Patriots years, or he wasn't making the Super Bowl because he was taking more cap and somebody that was making top of the money, like a Peyton Manning, was making the Super
0: Bowl in his place. I mean, you're reaching back pretty far, but yeah, I mean, I I mean, you're just saying,
1: you're just talking about history. That's the history.
0: Well, but what was Peyton Manning has, paid when he was in Denver?
2: Not that m- less than 12%. Or I guess he was 12.2% cap space in 2015. Okay.
1: okay. But the cap is higher now, guys. So everyone but it's a is a percentage. Making- yes, but everyone is making more money, but quarterbacks are making exponentially more. And so it's like an, inflation- I think an inflationary exercise. Yeah.
2: Let me. I think I get what you're saying. What you're saying is, if everybody's splurging on quarterbacks, that's going to make all of the NFL rosters less bolstered. Is that what you're yeah, saying? There's so just like more if, good so quarterbacks like Everybody's now. paying their quarterback twenty percent, and that's just like the league standard. Like, yeah, I mean, the league average the percentage. I, I could mean, go much. with you if that's your argument. Like saying, okay, yeah, history has shown that. You know, the average percent cap space a Super Bowl winning quarterback has is 10%. That's obviously going to creep up if it's all of a sudden everybody's getting $40 million a year. Everybody's competing with less, you know, whole rosters, so to speak. I could see an argument to be made there. I'm just pointing out history does not represent that being a recipe for success.
1: I mean, essentially, right? I mean, quarterbacks are infinitely more important now than they were 40 years ago to 20 years ago to 10 years ago to now. It's by far the most important position, the most protected position in a passing league now. And so teams are now paying their quarterbacks more as a percent of the cap than they were 20 years ago to 10 years ago. And so the argument that you're not going to be able to win a Super Bowl, going back to the point, with a 12.2 percent, or it's impossible to win a Super Bowl. I think is outdated. Is my point?
2: I'm not saying it's impossible. Well, it's highly unlikely. That I'm using gonna...
1: the words that you guys were saying, and so okay. it's very unlikely. my counter.
0: Yeah, my counter argument to that, though, Justin, is just that like you're always going to have four or five teams that are underpaying a rookie quarterback, though. Yeah, like a rookie deal quarterback that is that is definitely like good enough to win a Super Bowl with.
2: And that's what and we've those seen teams are always
0: going to have the advantage. Those teams are always going to have the advantage because they have more salary cap to play with. Right. I mean, like that's, that, been that's, been
2: that's just Patrick how the league homes in Kansas city. That's been Cincinnati Bengals and Joe, Joey buckets. Like that's I been, think, the I Baltimore think you're Ravens see like with Lamar Jackson. More, that's you're been the see Buffalo more, bills with Josh Allen.
0: Yep. You're, you're going to see a more even playing field. Like as far as like, yes, I, I totally understand your point, Justin, that like, as more like there's more good quarterbacks in the league. And so as the quarterback position is valued more as it has been, it's going to be a higher percentage of the cap just naturally. I understand that, but there's always going to be a new cream of the crop when it comes to quarterbacks. And there's always going to be like five, six teams with an advantage there that have a rookie deal quarterback. That is over like playing their salary. And that, will give them an an advantage so i i think those teams are always going to be favored to win the super bowl like always quarterbacks
1: teams are going to
0: always be favored to win the super i'm not saying rookie deal quarterbacks first four (laughs) years five years you're not you're misquoting me dude okay like I they're, think it's I mean,
2: definitely an advantage. I don't think that means they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I think we're all jaded because Tom Brady's won so many in recent memory that it kind of skews everything. It's
0: skewing the data. I'm not yeah. saying they're going. They have an advantage to win the Super Bowl though because of the financial implications of their contract. Like that's just. I mean, that's just. I think that's, finance. You I mean, think
2: that's fair.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't. What's go the f- problem with the, that argument? <laughs> like. I
1: I mean, I wouldn't go near like they have an advantage. I think, yes, they're saving money on a quarterback, but there's so many disadvantages that they have um, with starting a rookie or a second-year quarterback versus a, an experienced one that
0: I would not go I'm talking anywhere ter- close. First, first, you're talking like, like – I'm talking about like the Joe Burrows of the world right now that like just went to the Super Bowl in his second year. Like mm-hmm. there's always going to be three or four teams with that type of talent because that's – I mean, as – As you know, NFL is getting more good QBs, so is college. Like, there's always going to be like the next wave, is all that I'm saying.
2: Yeah. And I think where Justin maybe is also coming from is like, if you're internalizing that as a Seahawks fan, like, what are our odds of getting the one quarterback in the draft class that is going to pan out? Because, like, it's a risk. The rookie deal. And I think this is where what Justin is saying is like, if you're going to take that approach, which I think, you know, it's probably best case scenario is if you can find a good rookie quarterback on a rookie deal, I think that's a huge if and more teams get that wrong. Mm -hmm. So like, for sure, if you're thinking about it from the perspective of making the playoffs, you're much better odds of making the playoffs, in my opinion, probably overpaying a proven quarterback. I think your best odds of having a good three, four-year run as a franchise is, you know, capturing lightning in a bottle with a rookie deal quarterback, like we've seen with Josh Allen at Buffalo, like we've seen with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, like we've seen with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, like we saw play out with Russell Wilson in the Seahawks, like We've seen that play out time and time again where these teams on a rookie deal, you do get a Super Bowl if you get the right guy. And then once they get paid, things go downhill. Same thing for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was outside of his rookie deal and he was getting paid, but he wasn't getting paid like he is now. Same thing with Drew Brees. And it's just like really, really hard to win with a well-rounded roster when you're investing so much in a quarterback. And I don't think it's as black and white as we've painted it out to be like it's one oh, or for the sure. other. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's for sure validity to both points that were that are being made and I think as the Seahawks are I mean, you're staring down the barrel of 50 plus million dollars for Russell Wilson. We're not talking about 12-15% of cap space. You're talking way over that and i don't think that's a recipe for success and if that's the reality then we needed to move on i'm not under any illusion that we're gonna be able to just like run it back and get the right rookie quarterback and have the roster built up for another like four or five year run i think that's probably with pete carroll at the helm that's probably our only option and fingers crossed, blindfold, throw the dart and hope you hit the bullseye and get your, your rookie quarterback. I just tried to go on a massive peacekeeping mission there. And I think it worked.
0: No, I look, (laughs) I think, I think we can all agree upon like that. The fact that you, it depends what you want as fan. If you want to be like a perennial playoff contender like, and if you make the playoffs, obviously, you're in the tournament, like you have a chance at a Super Bowl, but you're not really like maybe the biggest Super Bowl threat, but you like you're a perennial playoff contender. You pay your franchise QB, like hands down. That's yeah, what you do. The Aaron
2: Rodgers and the Packers in the playoffs. If year. you
0: truly want to build like the best roster that you can, this is the way to do it. Like as far as drafting a young QB, and building building the pieces around it first and then drafting the young QB, grooming him, and like in the second or third year of his career is when he'd take off. Um yeah. and that if you want to win a Super Bowl, like if you want to win a championship, it's it's just it's what you want as a fan. Like, and I'm just in the instance that like I I was ready for change just because I would like to get back to the NFC championship again. And like sure th- th- with any kind of change like this there comes a lot of risk and it's not likely to go well but like this is also the most likely it's it's more likely i think that we get to back to like a super bowl going this route than it was keeping russell and then paying him again at 50 60 million dollars a year um so that's that's just my point there i guess justin i understand i i i totally get that like it sucks. And like, this is a quarterback driven league, and like Pete Carroll and John Schneider likely not to do do well and make good decisions with the compensation that they got. But, um, but I don't think that they were going to accomplish anything else other than possibly like a wild card playoff berth with Russ at this point
1: or with Pete Carroll. Yeah. So, I mean, last thing I'll end with, with both. Here. Yeah. Um, when has moving off a franchise slash Hall of Fame quarterback worked out well for the team trading that team that quarterback? Forty nine. It's a very good question, Steve Young.
2: Mm-hmm. But we don't that was have many, a long
1: time ago. We, ago.
3: Don't. we don't was
2: have a long... quarterback. No, I know mean, you just asked. It was No, no, no. This this is, yeah,
1: you're right. You're totally right. But that's
2: probably the only one that I can think of.
1: Peyton Manning. Patriots. Is a, the to most determined. recent. Peyton Manning's a recent example, right? Because they traded him and then drafted their next quarterback. So they didn't necessarily have it on the roster. Yeah, at that they second. Sucked, sucked for um, luck. They sucked for luck. They That worked because they had the number one pick in a good quarterback draft. So not parallels, right. but Colts never got to the big game.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, Matt Stafford. Yeah, is, I mean, yeah. Not a lot of teams trade their franchise QB. Like there's just not a lot of examples of that in general. Or getting rid of them. I mean, yeah. 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 No, that's a good point.
2: The other stat that I was looking at on this website with all the salary cap percentages for Super Bowl quarterbacks, listen to this. In the past 10 Super Bowls, this most recent one being excluded, five of the winning quarterbacks have been less than 10% of the cap, with Nick Foles at 0.96% being the outlier. And five were above 10%, all five named Brady or Manning. Yeah. And now I'm looking at it. Matt Stafford was 10.96%. So that's six above 10%. So that kind of would go with what Justin is saying is like that percentage is going to creep up. I just don't think that it's going to be like 20% with Russell Wilson. It's not going
0: to be what Russell was asking for. Like, and is going to be sustainable is my point, I guess. Like you're going to be paying 15% of the cap, 20% of the cap just for us.
2: And so I think if we're like rapid putting a bow on this conversation, I think we're all in the same spot in terms of the reality of it. Russell's gone. Like really our only chance is to get a rookie quarterback. That's going to be a stud for cheap. Like, I don't think going and getting that's what, a free agent that's been a backup somewhere else and somehow clicks in Seattle is not going to happen. And like, those are odds. And this goes back to your point. Both of your points, I think made this. Like if we get that rookie quarterback wrong, it's the end of Pete and John for sure. And then you're like, Oh yeah. Two or three years from now, we're really starting the rebuild. So I think it's more than likely going to be a very painful next five years as a seahawks fan Mm -hmm. it's possible that we strike you know lightning strikes twice and we get you know whether it's malik willis this year or cj stroud or why do i keep forgetting his name bryce young
1: bryce young yeah
2: like it's just like that's the you know playing russian roulette in the nfl you got to take one of them yeah and hope that your QB scout is better than others and knows what he's doing because that's really the reality we're in. We need to draft a quarterback and we need to knock it out of the park and by the way in the meantime we need to overhaul ent- our entire roster to fit around that final piece of a rookie of, of a serviceable to, you know, above average rookie quarterback. Yep. That's the recipe. And like, I'm not confident with the chefs we have in the kitchen right now.
0: I get it. Yep. Should we talk about some of the guys that we have re signed since free agency started yesterday? Yeah. So the Seahawks have re signed. Quandre Diggs is the big one. Um, I think, I mean, everyone probably wanted him back, right? Like, I don't think that any of you guys would disagree that. He's a good safety and what was a good his, player.
2: What was his injury? Was it a broken leg or was it like ACL or something?
0: Uh, no, it's a. I think it was. Yeah, it was a broken. Like it was like a broken leg. He's already like walking and shit again. Like he had surgery. He he's he like he's well ahead of schedule. That like he okay. should be fine for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, then I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, broken fibula.
0: Ah, there you go. Um. So he's back in the fold. Um, I think that's that's a good signing. Uh, Al Woods. Um, I think I think his salary was on there. At least it was on a tweet. I thought it was like two years, nine see, or something like of, that. Like it was. I think we a little bit overpaid for Al Woods being at thirty-five, but he's a good I think it's player. It's two right? nine, two years nine million. That's what I'm saying. Two years nine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Which, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you'd probably say that's an overpay probably for, um, for Al Woods, just at, at 35. Um, but, like, I yeah. mean, he was really good last year. I, I, I thought yeah. he was solid. Um, So I, I don't hate it that we re-signed him. But, like, I mean, basically all that we've done in free agency is just re-sign guys that, that we yeah. had previously in the fold. Um, Sidney Jones also re-signed one year, 3.6, um, with some escalators up to 4.4. 4. Um obviously the husky bias. I, I like having Sydney back um in hindsight now that we lost DJ Reed. <laughs> I think that I mean that's it's a good fallback option. I still think we need another corner though, probably um in the fold. I I think Trey Brown is gonna be good this year. That's that's what I'm that's my expectation at this point. I think I think you need to find someone opposite of Trey Brown, though. Um and I mean, with at that money, I mean there they may be they're like it's like fringe starter money. So like they might be betting on Sidney Jones to start at that opposite spot, but hopefully he's more of like that third corner. And then I think the ugly one here as far as just like whoa, whoa financially, whoa. financially <laughs> is Will Disley. Yeah. Um, good for him. Like good for him making money. Uncle Will got 24. paid. He's got stacks. Yeah. Eight mil a year. Little steep for a blocking tight end that uh-huh. hasn't really stayed that healthy for the most part. Yeah. So um we'll see where that goes. I mean I like Will Disley. I it's nothing against him. I just I hope that he actually fulfills that contract basically. This well and the in tournament. the third
1: year of that deal is like very prove it. So like yeah. if he doesn't perform, he yeah, can get Basically, out of it yeah. on the third. So that's good, but yeah, it's a it's a scary amount when that came on the Twitter feed yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: that's a sure. lot of money. And I think like my takeaway from these signings is like unfortunately just you know indicative of past moves by Pete Carroll and John Schneider just overpaying their guys like. That's the reason we had to cut Bobby Wagner is he deserved the money. Sure. From past performance, but he's not a $20 million a year linebacker. We get caught in a bad contract. We cut him. You'd say the same. We overpaid Chris Carson. We overpaid Puna Ford. Like we have this history of overpaying our quote unquote guys. And I think, you know, I love Will Disley, but yeah, he's definitely not. He he wouldn't have warranted that money on the market. I don't think Al Woods. Yeah, you could argue it. as well, and so it just makes me nervous that we're continuing that trend of overpaying our guys for you know past contributions.
0: You're worried that we're going to blow this cap space that we just freed up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because like
3: yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just because you have all this money if you still spend it poorly like i don't need to Correct. give an economics lesson like just because you're sitting on a pile of cash if you make enough dumb money decisions it's still gonna bite you
1: yeah then we can agree yep. it doesn't matter what quarterback percent of the cap is if you're saying yeah, that's
0: the biggest issue. I Yeah, agree for sure Yep. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but lively debate's good guys. I think I think our listeners like it. So I'm glad that we we had some debate. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting
2: to the point here should... where it's like we're starting to suss out that we don't have a ton of confidence we're going to get the quarterback right. Yeah. I'm not having a ton of confidence that we're going to get the rest of the roster right. Mm-hmm.
1: So and Rashad Penny is going to be re-signed for a five-year, $90 million contract
0: probably tomorrow.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm kind of waiting for that one. And it's going to be just so that
0: like one. Pete Carroll can whip out his dick at the fucking press conference <laughs> oh, tomorrow yeah. and be like, I told you guys. 18 first round <laughs>
2: <laughs> and like I said, he's going to go find Jimmy Lake's run the damn ball hat at the local Goodwill. Yeah.
0: Yep. He's going to wear that yep. to the
2: press conference. Who was the yeah, running the back most- that? Was didn't a running back just get paid? I thought I saw a running back get paid, and I was like, oh man, that's like
0: uh it
1: was the Cardinals. James Conner, he got seven ish a year, I think. Um that was the highest that I saw, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: think I think I mean I mean Zeke's nowhere near that. Zeke is
2: dumb, yeah. (laughs) Can't remember what it was. What would you be
0: comfortable? What would you be comfortable paying penny? Like I Five. Personally, I'm at like, like, one one year, five million.
2: Oh, I don't. I'm just saying, like, average annual. I wouldn't want to go above five.
0: Ooh, whoa, yeah, that's, that's, a okay. that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. That makes me sweat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes I me was sweat gonna, because I was, an injury. My like, starting was two two <laughs> years for five million total. But it's not realistic. Like like, somebody
2: else is going to pay him more than that.
0: Will they? Maybe. I don't I know, so. dude. You're be- you're backs. betting on a five-game stretch, dude.
2: I'm not saying that's what we should do, but I just am like coming into this knowing we gave Chris Carson what six five
0: a oh. year. In Gosh. this quarterback-driven league, like someone's gonna come in and pay a running back more than I'm just trying to see trend lines
2: going the right direction. Like we totally Chris Carson's neck is like hanging by a thread. And, <laughs> we paid play him, yeah. and we paid him six <laughs> and a half million dollars a year so like <sighs> my benchmark is that
1: mm.
0: yeah not a good after deal after this year i think after this year i think it's like completely avoidable though right correct yeah, yeah but sorry. still like that was not a yeah good it's not deal. it's still not a good deal i get it so like
2: i know i certainly don't want to pay penny any more than that
1: the Seahawks are going to do yeah. one or two things, and probably both. They're going to re-sign Penny to more money than he deserves, and they're going to draft Max Borgie to be
0: the replacement running back.
2: Oh lord! <laughs> oh, that's a low blow, Justin.
0: <laughs> would you would you become a different fan at that point, Sam? Would you rescind your Seahawks fanship?
2: No, no. But <sighs> borgie's is such a chump. Like I get it, and, and I'm saying this from somebody that just threw a bone to Gardner Minshew. Like, I can respect
0: no Minshew's player. fun, dude. Yeah,
2: so like, yeah. with this whole Apple Cup victory cigar post and everything. It's
0: like, dude, you yeah.
2: one and three.
0: Two but you on. have to imagine what if, what if Minshew had won the Apple Cup? What would he have done? Would he have pissed you off more? Probably.
2: Probably. Yeah, but at least Minshew would have gone one and zero. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's like, true.
2: Borgie got his lunch handed to him, 75 was like one in
0: four, one in four, one in five in Apple Cups? He was there for five one, or six years. One in three, Because we didn't play one, one last he's, yeah, year. He was
2: only there four years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever.
2: Or he was there five years, but we didn't play the Apple Cup to just yeah. point in 2021. Yeah, oh, okay, sure yeah, yeah.
0: That's probably, yeah, you're probably right. So, like, okay, that just that rubbed
2: sense. me the wrong way. Like, I get it. Yeah. If I was a Kook fan... Borgy all the way, and that was awesome, but that's just kind of. I don't want to see that. I
0: w- I wouldn't mind him being a piece of the roster, but I don't no. want him to be like my next running back or anything. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at us. We're uh, talking the guy- about
2: who the next running back of this prolific rushing attack is oh, going to be.
0: <laughs> I know, Shane Waldron's really about to, you know, scheme this scheme scheme this outside zone running scheme how many times can i say scheme uh of the guys that are still free agents yeah (laughs) of the guys that are still free agents are you interested in any of these guys obviously you guys just mentioned rashad penny um gino smith we've mentioned i think that's it of the guys on here that we've actually mentioned but there's there's a handful i mean is there anyone that you're interested in getting back no zero (laughs) not even Dwayne brown
1: He's not gonna want to come back. I mean, I'm just being realistic. Like I would be surprised. Yeah. yeah. What is he, 37, 36? Like, yeah, there's no he's way not he's gonna want to come back. Gonna come back to this dumpster fire.
2: I, mean, I would take yeah. him back, but I think your point is valid. He won't want to yeah. come back.
1: I think I'd be interested in Rasheem Green. I would Green. get
2: Rasheem Green back. That's
1: the only one that
0: I'd be interested in, probably. But I feel like we'd have to overpay to get him, and I'm not down for yeah. that.
1: So I'm not down for that. I mean, either. free agency is hard, right? Like, you know, whether you resign guys or get other guys, like they're not all. No, a lot of times hits, you're overpaying. Yeah, yeah, or you're over. I mean, Christian Kirk, good God, right? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. We but the Jaguars will be re- will be better. I mean, they're overpaying for a lot of guys, but they will be better yeah. than last season. I mean, they might not be good, but they will be better.
2: Who's their coach now?
1: Um, uh, well, I honestly, I honestly coach. don't know. Who is oh my god, why am I blanking? Um, come on, Justin. Oh my gosh, this is painful. Doug Peterson, Doug
2: Peterson. Yeah, what? How did I miss that? Yeah, wow, Ferndale, Ferndale boy.
0: There's our AFC team, guys. No, my AFC team is not Miami, not Denver, guys.
1: No, are you rooting for Russ?
0: I'm rooting for um, – I'm not rooting for him to win a Super Bowl. I'm rooting for him to get in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. I don't
0: have any farewell
2: towards him. but No, it, but it, I don't, like, I, it's I don't to want to
0: see him win Super Bowls with someone else. Like, Yeah,
2: I want to make sure that he goes into the Hall of Fame as a Seahawk. Yes. That's what I'll say
0: that's yeah i i mean that's where that's where i'm at too like i he always talks about his legacy right <laughs> like i don't want his yeah. legacy to be as a in this second half stint with with the denver broncos um but i mean anything's possible that like justin said we're likely the losers in this trade and we'll yeah. see what happens yeah um,
2: probably but,
0: but at the same time, I still I, I think this is a ticking time bomb. Like I I don't think it was gonna work out here with Russ. Um, because it the whole dynamic with Pete Carroll and Pete is not gonna he has so much power he's not gonna fire himself. So yeah, I think
2: it's pretty much a lose lose situation unless we strike lightning.
0: Yep. Yep. So this is where the Hawks are at, guys. Obviously, like we're super optimistic about <laughs> it's gonna be so franchise is going i I, honestly like i am just a little bit excited like the draft is going to be fun guys the draft is going to be fun
1: episode we have we have That'll be. it's more interesting for a seahawks fan this year
0: oh yeah we we did a live draft episode with no first round pick of course we're going to do a live draft episode we're probably going to have two first round picks we're going to trade back from nine get like oh the Eagles latest maybe the 15 and 16 yeah uh, yeah yep mm-hmm. so latest mock at us doing that so i i could see that for sure um so i it'll mean i fun. I think that'd be fun
2: it'll be fun as a fan as like fans that we are Correct. that'll analyze every like there's going to be a ton of movement this off season, including mm-hmm. the draft it's also going so to be it's also going to be
0: fun about. for us as a podcast like right yeah. like i mean we can Oh, this is all shit to talk about now our, our when the hate- season
2: comes around it'll be less fun
0: yes yeah yes we'll be talking huskies
1: Connors and I I is growing, <laughs> ha- growing hatred for each other. is great for our numbers. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll keep fostering that. Hey, take the bullseye you, off Justin.
2: me for a you know little I bit. Did. That's nice. <laughs> Should we talk about yeah, some just... notable news around the NFL here real quick? Ooh, I know we've kind it. of teased it a little bit. Obviously, I'm sure, sure everybody's heard. Tom Brady. Yeah, why don't you guys talk? I've been doing, after yeah, all the... After 40 days has unretired, I think it's been... You know, many a many a memes on the internet where yeah. Giselle's Started asked him to, you know, put the fitted bed sheet on the bed <laughs> one too many times. And he's like, Yeah, oh, I, I think my i my place is on the field still.
1: <laughs> How much I'll, I'll preface this by saying I don't necessarily buy this, but there's rumors out there that he was trying to retire to force a move to his hometown or his wanted 49ers. San Francisco 49ers team. Um, and he retired because he's had a falling out with Bruce Arians. I don't buy this story, but there's been rumors of that, and he then, wouldn't have come back. That's yeah, I mean, it's my, that's like, my, I, it's... I agree. I agree. I'm saying what the rumors are. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't buy yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think, I think ideally he would like to play for the Niners before he retired, but I don't think it's in the, the cards. Bucks Weren't like, going to have it, they weren't going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Tampa holds his rights, so.
2: It's. I was surprised when he announced his retirement. To be honest, I was too. I think that Buccaneers team is still so good. A lot of in a we- yeah, in a very weak division, in the weaker half of the conferences. So yep. I was surprised when he announced his retirement. I was not surprised that he came back. I think you know, obviously, having lived through the Brett Favre saga there's a precedent for something like this and Tom Brady's wasn't even that bad. Only, like I said, I think 40 days. So, I mean, it puts the bucks right back at the top of the NFC, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, NFC is super I mean, weak
1: right now. So Packers, NFC West and bucks. Right. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you probably got, yeah. NFC West really now, depending on the whole, I Kyler mean, minus Murray, the Seahawks really like, Do the Rams, can the Rams run it back? San Francisco, what's their quarterback situation like? I don't know that the NFC West is going to be that great.
0: Yeah. I mean, they won't be as good as the AFC West. AFC West will definitely be the best division in football.
2: Yeah. Speaking of the AFC West, another notable news Khalil Mack was traded to the Chargers. So good luck to Russell Wilson. The two times he has to play the Chargers.
1: Mm, He's got yep. mm-hmm. Khalil
2: Mack and Joey Bosa rushing after him. It's not going to be fun.
1: and a big yeah. uh, free agent signing to the Chargers as well, J.C. Jackson, yes. cornerback. A lot of money. I think it was like eighty million for five years or something. I mean, like that, that Chargers they basically just like pretty good dude
2: the L.A. Rams defense uh-huh. in L.A. for the Chargers. It's like yeah. Jalen right. Ramsey, J.C. Jackson. You've got Aaron Donald. You've got who else are there? Pat, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. Now you've got Which Joey Miller and can, Khalil Miller. He's Mack. a free agent. Yeah, Von Miller's yeah. Inter- I mean, that's somebody that maybe the Seahawks would look after, but he's not
1: coming here. No, he's going to Denver or right. LA, probably. 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 Yeah.
2: And then we've teased yeah. the other notable one is the Christian Kirk ridiculous free agency signing. I think the importance of that as a Seahawks fan is uh, talking about <laughs> percentage of cap space. DK might be taking a pretty penny out of our cap space. Was it, is he up next year?
0: Yeah. I mean, like we would probably have to get a deal done during this year, like this calendar year, because this is, he's going into his final year.
2: So he's going into his, so this final season is his last season under contract with the Seahawks. So that's his fourth year. Oh, geez. And because he wasn't a first-round pick, he doesn't have the fifth-year option.
0: Correct. We could franchise him, but I don't think he's going to like that. So,
2: No, I don't think he'll like that at all. Devontae Adams apparently doesn't like that either.
0: No. Yeah, dude. We're going to be paying big bucks for DK if we want him back. Do you guys want him back? I I do. I mean, Does DK
2: want to come back? That's going to be the question.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
1: going to largely depend what we do this season. Who's going to be throwing who's gonna gonna the be, ball? Who's going to be yeah. throwing it? Is it Drew Locke? Because then he's not going to be happy. Then
2: he's peace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'll be, I mean, another interesting discussion, right? Like, we'll see what happens. <sighs>
1: Oh, I'm so looking forward
0: to Husky football this season.
2: I was just gonna segue gonna to that. You're gonna get on the
0: bandwagon, dude. You're uh, like you're gonna be all in on. You're gonna be. You're gonna be doing all the deep dive analysis on all the recruiting stuff. Let here. me just say, you're, this. Like, oh no, Who I think I just...
2: Justin is gonna really like Kalen DeBoer. Yes, I just I think, think he will. From everything that you like in modern day analytics football, DeBoer. I mean, is everywhere he's gone, his offense has been good.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. His
2: quarterbacks have been good. And we've seen some you know, Twitter videos of Michael Penix Jr. being able to throw that sucker out there 65-ish, 70 yards. And it looked nice.
1: I'm in. I'm in. Considering what other coaches we have here uh, in Seattle, I'm in. Yeah.
0: Good. And hopefully you guys are in for – mariner season two because mlb maybe. is back yeah i'll Are believe, excited? It, it, <laughs> I'll believe you know, it when i
2: see it i'm having it's, a hard time uh, getting excited. how did you guys
0: li- how did you guys like that trade though like i mean we don't have to talk about it a bunch now because we'll talk about it maybe in a different episode but like that guy's did. Like, I, I texted you guys like analysis of that trade and i got nothing back i got crickets back for well you let guys. me tell so, you guys. Like, you don't go to the Julio playoffs. Rodriguez is gonna debut this year. Like, what the hell? Like, what else do you guys need? Uh maybe we have a go Cy Young winner. We, nice.
2: we just got two more All-Stars. I think the way the roster's shaping up is exciting. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But if you don't okay. make the playoffs for 20 years, you make a complete noob baseball fan out of me. And so,
0: like they were one game away. I don't last even year.
2: know who you eugencio sanchez is i don't know who that is i don't even know who the other are. we got three all. sanchez was it sanchez hit 49
0: home runs in 2019 i know i
2: i saw some stat he has the most home runs since like 2018.
0: 2018 yeah
2: like yeah no idea so it's hard for me to get well, excited
0: because he, he played for the tigers and then he played for the cardinal or the reds so i mean you no one pays attention to the reds if you're out here
2: Yeah, and when the Mariners don't make the playoffs for 20-some years, you don't pay attention to baseball that much. I'm excited about it. I think we've got a young, talented roster that's coming together. George George Kirby
0: Kirby throwing 100 miles an hour? I like – Come on. Come on.
2: Sammy Leike. We just Just got to see it play out.
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs)
2: Like, Mariners, this is time to dip out.
1: (laughs) Look, I mean, I agree with Sam, right? I mean – this is all exciting and fun and great and stuff, but like, let's play a game, you know? Like, let's get let's get to May and then sure. let's, let's see how we're feeling.
0: Yeah, I I agree, but like, I think they're I think they're doing the right things. This I off-season. think this is the I, best you I just want, feel. I as want a Mariners one more. On.
2: This is the best you can you have felt as a Mariners fan entering a season, absolutely, in a
0: decade at least. What? Probably yeah. Kelnick more. just took flexing deep. Oppo twice today in batting practice.
1: I did not see that. Are we talking about practice, Connor? Are we talking about practice?
0: Wow.
2: In fact, we're not even talking about practice. (laughs) All
0: right, AI. We're talking about spring
2: training. I don't even know what (laughs) spring means. That means Mexico, vacations. I'm not practicing.
0: Have you guys ever been to spring training? Yes,
2: I have. It's actually really fun.
0: I want to. See? See? What'd I say? We should go sometime. All right. Anything else you guys You're want to touch there, on tonight?
2: Justin, you should hop on over. I would oh, have, dude, but it got right.
1: I would have, but it got delayed. So there's no games while I'm here. Greasy. Greasy. I know. I know. When are you coming free, back? Like uh Saturday morning.
0: I think they play Friday.
1: They do, but I'm I'm too far at that night. I'm okay. Not no, yeah. Phoenix area. Um, gotcha. Anything else? No.
2: I'm going to the yeah. Kraken game tomorrow. We're going to get shellacked by the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to I was have gonna
1: a say couple beers with oh, the in yeah, and yeah, have a good time. <laughs> yeah, trouble. So, yeah. that'll be fun to see the Lightning, though.
2: It'll be awesome. Yeah. Yanni Gord hat trick,
1: guaranteed. Um, I can't really talk the about the game, this team, but I will say for the viewers, the Sounders play Lyon this week. They thrashed them in the Champions League 3-0. Why That's do you think you. I
0: have to talk up the Mariners so much right now, dude? Because we can't talk Sounders at all. So I guess we uh, haven't ever
2: addressed that. Justin's like on their Rave Green charity, privy to inside. It's called treating. the Rave
1: Foundation. So I can't really speak uh, opinionated about the Sounders, but I yeah. will say they are really they had a really good result against Leon and they just need to not you're, blow you're, a three. You're bully. talking
0: strictly facts right now, right? This is strictly facts. Like, they okay. are up
1: three Got nil and they thrashed Leon. Absolutely yep. thrashed them. It should have been six, probably. These are all facts. Probably should have. Um, and I they have go in a, and they just need to not blow a three-goal lead.
2: I've just had an epiphany. We have mm. a new segment, and it's
1: called Justin Blinks.
2: We ask Ooh. him questions about the Sounders, and he blinks. Yes. Ooh. And he doesn't do anything for, for now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the YouTube live broadcast will do it, but if we're just doing audio only... Justin, blink once just, if, if if Christian Roldan is getting traded.
1: You can only uh, only if you don't say the results on the air. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: we'd, we'd have to react in like a like a non-binary way, basically. Like we'd mm-hmm. have to be like, oh you, you can take that any way you want." Like, could be good, could be bad.
1: That sounded pretty bad. That was bad. And then uh, second thing, uh, end of March, we probably will have another episode before then, but just in case, USMNT, some big games. Big, big, big games. Which Um,
0: you can comment on USMNT. I can't comment on USMNT. You you can comment on the Sounders players playing for USMNT as well.
1: I I can,
0: yeah, I can. Good. When they're playing for USMNT. When they're playing strictly USMNT, yes. Correct, got it. That makes sense
2: we've got our first insider on the podcast
0: yeah yeah kind of a little bit
2: and we have to get creative how we could talk to them
0: i mean other than sapardo i guess but yes Separto
2: is very much insider yes yeah. i've been lobbying for him to you know look at opportunities on malt lake that would be really nice for our podcast but He's That'd pretty, be good for our podcast. That's
1: just going to com- make us blow up. Yeah. Our, our source say, said, I mean, our sources say... Yeah, our source <laughs> says... You <source>. uh, <laughs> can't our, name him. Our,
0: career, our careers as podcasters hinge on his career as a football coach. So we'll see what it's happens.
2: To, if you're still listening, we all love you. Go
0: we Leaves. do. We do. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can say that, but, like, yeah. It's, How could I mean, you not? Like, they're they're, hard, words, they're the harmless, yeah.
2: you know? Until they're a threat, then I'll dial it back. The yeah. Beavers have been great. They've like been able to beat Oregon more than we have. So, hey, aren't that.
0: they? They're in the market for JT Daniels. I don't know if you saw that. I like did. they just hosted him on a visit. Yeah. JT see Daniels is shall poopy. He's not great, but I think Chance Nolan be. is better
2: than him. Tristan Gebbia, <sighs> yeah. Tristan Gebbia is going to be back. Jebbia, whatever his name is. After Oregon punked him and ripped his leg off of his knee. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was dumb. And the fog, too. He couldn't even see it. Um...
2: (laughs) He couldn't even see his leg.
0: Yeah, it was foggy. (laughs) He couldn't even see it coming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time. (laughs) You can see the
3: defender, dude. (laughs) There's.
0: Uh, okay all right i'm three whiskeys deep okay good see shit all right uh this is off the rails um yeah so i think next week we should try to do maybe some kind of mariners preview i know you guys are thrilled about that one um and then in the coming weeks we also need to do like a spring preview for the husky football team as well which Justin, you should do like now that like the Seahawks are irrelevant. You should use that time that you're gonna use to research Seahawks stuff to take a deep dive on Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, try and, the pie. and Michael Penix and Jalen McMillan and Ramon Dunze and what's this? Uh, Aaron Dumas, dumbass. Yeah. Uh, and um. Cameron Davis and yeah, all these guys. Yeah, I'm I mean, gonna share
2: a tweet with you, and it's gonna be a bunch of shirtless 19 year olds. They've done some work in the gym over Rama, the last two. Rama
0: he's gotten it done. Yeah, it's kind of weird if you
2: ask me. Like tweeting out a bunch of like halfway naked pics is kind of odd. It struck me as a little bit <laughs> odd.
1: Okay, this is already off the rails. <laughs> uh, you should you should end this before I say something, Connor. So just end the podcast. I'm just,
2: well, I'm just saying, well, like, <laughs> kudos to getting after it in the gym, but it was kind of weird, and nobody's talking about it. Everybody's like praising.
0: We'll talk. We'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. My point is that we're going to be a little bit more consistent, like we promised the last two episodes, because we actually have some shit to talk about now. So Mariners season coming up, Huskies spring ball coming up. Obviously, a ton of you know, draft off season stuff for the NFL as well to talk about. So we should have some topics to cover over the next, you know, few months before football season. So we'll keep it here, guys. Keep it here. I promise that we'll release more episodes more often than we have. Hopefully you guys are enjoying them in the lively debate because Justin and I hate each other now. <laughs> Thanks for yes. listening folks. As yes. always, we appreciate the support subscribe and follow if you haven't already and leave us a message via the anchor link in our description until next time. Go true
3: law! <laughs> <laughs>